0: i I can fix it i fuck it hey welcome to the podcast
1: what's up guys welcome to the podcast everybody my name's will Uh, my name is phil
2: and my name is kritikas and (laughs) oh shit i should Hmm? let me
1: well that's good that's good it's perfect it's perfect great way to introduce the uh our first guest ever on the podcast yeah
2: Honor.
0: Well, we're glad to have it's you, like, honestly, what the hell?
2: <laughs> I'm nervous, though. Nah, don't be. Dude, don't be. Don't be, don't be.
1: I- this is the most chill recording sesh you're ever going to do in
0: your life. I hope so, actually. But he does that's music, like no so there's like, I don't know if that's going to be the chill. I think he's more chill when he does music than anything. Yeah,
1: I don't know. This is going to last a long time.
0: But yeah. anyway, let's jump right into it, then. Like... <clears throat> Like I said, you do music. How, how did you get into music? Like we might as well just start the interview right here.
2: How did I get into? I got into music um, when I was like eight. Do you remember when I when I sang a song for you and mom and Marika? Oh yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah, that was the first time I sang in front of somebody. It was the first song that I wrote. I was like eight years old, and then um, when we were with David in Zambia, and David was rapping. I was like, "Oh shit, maybe I can rap too." And so I wrote, I wrote a rap song, and I showed it to David. And David was like, "Oh, this is kind of nice." And um, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna start rapping now," (laughs) because he liked it. That's it. (laughs) Nice. And um. Dude, I love that. And in 2016, after Dad died, that's when I was like, "I have to take this stuff seriously." So I I recorded my first song, shot my first video, and from then on, um, I got called by Eminem. And. It was thanks to mom, actually. Mom, called, mom sent my music to Eminem, and they liked it. And then they called me, and, and they were like, yeah, I would like you to come to the radio. I was like, what? And, you know, the rest is history.
0: Ah, uh, nice. Yeah.
1: That's kind of an insane story. That is you know? actually, wow. See. I mean, it's really cool to hear, because I don't, I don't know your history as well as uh, William does, but uh, that was really cool to hear. I like that. Thanks for sharing.
2: No problem. And that's how my mom became a manager. She basically threw me into the deep end of music. So I love that whole family aspect. It's really cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I feel like I feel like I missed a cue by accident there, but uh, might as well just turn in turn this into that cue. Who are you exactly? Like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who am I?
1: <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. Let's get a let's get a name. Let's get a well, what you enjoy doing. What you do. Yeah. All these kinds of things.
2: Well, first of all, I'm I'm. I am the person that's I'm the thing that is conscious. So, you know, the name is a label. Okay. Let me not get too deep into that. But anyway, what I'm, what what do I do? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm William's big brother, which means that I I cook and clean after him <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and nice. um I'm a musician. I'm a marketing student in my 3rd year. Hopefully, I'll be able to graduate despite everything that's going on right now. Um I am a speaker, a public speaker. I co-organized the first ever Black Lives Matter protest in Brussels, and um, oh, wow. that led me to uh, to working with Amnesty International and, and other, like, coalitions in Belgium, which got me into the parliament, the federal parliament, at the age of, like, 21, which is really sick, just to talk about, like, racism and stuff with politicians. So I guess I'm an activist. Uh, I'm a poet, an actor and um yeah i'm just trying to be as much as i can i'm a photographer too but i need to get back to photography i, I was slacking like, for a bit i know a businessman there's a lot of things i just i'm just trying to do as much as i can before i die dude i love it so much
0: that is a lot
1: part of the most exciting thing right now for me is that we <coughs> sorry mm-hmm. we're probably going to have a series of guests just like uh, you that are way uh more active than either of us are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are active, and too. i love it because it's kind of like a, a reminder that as much as uh as much as you do you can always do more and you can always aspire to you know do things that make you happy exactly so it's really really cool to listen to you in that long list like i knew a few of those but i definitely didn't know all of them and it's it's something to think
2: about yeah thanks but you guys are cool. You guys are inspiring me too because I want to start a podcast. And so I'm going to need some yeah, tips heard about that to, to get my shit started.
0: Yeah, she should jump on it. For sure. We'll definitely be a guest on your podcast. No problem. Definitely. Yeah, actually, <laughs> no problem. Thank you. All right, cool. No, no, Before no. no I love those, um, like Phil said, I loved all those, uh, <clears throat> I guess, things you're doing. And I'm impressed that... Uh, uh, the vastness of the things you're doing and how different each of them are. Like, you know, some people would do writing and poetry and, like, they'd group it up together, but you're mm-hmm. doing activism, poetry, music,
2: acting. Like, uh, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. <clears throat> I, it's honestly, it's not that... it's a lot of, It seems hard, but really, if you see something that you like, just go for it. And you have to start somewhere. I'm, I'm not. I'm not like a huge actor in Hollywood and something. But I started acting, in my movie. My movie went to LA, and it was in a, a film festival there. We won. It was pretty sick. Nice. Yeah. yeah congrats, man. Thanks. Yeah. But, you know, you just have to start somewhere. We're living Anything all of
1: you our do. dreams.
0: <laughs> mm. Nice.
1: All right, you got another cool uh, icebreaker question, Will? Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna ask this one. Uh, so we can get a little story from him. <clears throat> What is a story you're Have, wait. ashamed to tell But has shaped you more as a person Or a human being Or as an entity
2: as you said earlier That was heavy man What's a story that I'm ashamed to tell But has shaped <clears throat> Yeah
0: oh, Or at man. least it helped you g- gain more aspect on life Or who you are as a person Or If you can't uh-huh. think of anything right off the head We can like Move on and then you can come back to it later if you want. Yeah. Or how about
1: we all three of us answer that question. Yeah, if you guys I'm have the answer. Interested to hear your answer too, William.
0: Uh okay. I guess
1: <laughs> I was not ready Do for you have it. a story off the top of your head? I i think I actually have one if you guys want some time to think about yeah, it. Go, right, go it.
0: ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Alright. So you I don't know if you know this, uh Criticus, but uh William does. And when I left high school I started uh medicine, actually. I went to school for medicine for a year.
3: Whoa.
1: Um and something because that definitely was a was a big thing um something that I'm kind of a ashamed to talk about was or still is actually um the fact that I knew probably within three hours of going to school that I was never gonna finish, and that after three months, I had already decided that I was not gonna continue medicine the next year but um but I stayed, and I didn't n- do something else really down. Uh, and that's something that, I, that I'm that always kind of ashamed of is the fact that I knew that the outcome of what I was doing was not going to be what I wanted, but that I didn't really do anything to change that. Like I didn't, you know, like my parents had proposed that I go and live with them in Japan for six months, but I was like, no, nah, I'm going to stay here. And I had some other opportunities to uh, work on films, and I was like, you know what, No, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay where I'm at, where I'm comfortable. And it was a time in my life where I should have been pushing myself out of my comfort zone. And I didn't. And I stayed where I was, where I was comfortable, where there was like, you know, the path of least resistance. Yeah. And that's something that I'm kind of ashamed to talk about because what basically happened the year after was that I, I went to film school and I started pursuing my dreams and I started living the opposite of that life, which is why it shaped me because I lived in a more, you know, like more state of apathy Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. almost a year. And it's something that I'm, really ashamed to talk about but that has shaped me because it's made me never want to live that way again mm. does that make
0: sense that yeah. makes complete sense damn I didn't think I didn't, I didn't visualize it like that when you told me this story back in the day
1: yeah I don't really tell it that way <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess Jeez. do you have any ideas yeah, that's, k- that's
1: kind of me
2: um, I can relate to his but I don't think that's my, the story I'm going to pick but I can relate to his in my first year of college I was studying in, uh, in a French school called Echek I- I- um, in Montgomery, in Brussels. It's a business school, and it was French. I didn't like it. Um, studying in French really annoyed me. I failed my English class. In a French school, oh, I failed English because you're supposed to learn I their version of English. I was speaking better English than my teacher, and I'd correct him all the time, but he had so much pride that when I corrected him, he would, he would make me like seem bad in front of the class or something. And, um, yeah, I was like, this is not for me. And it took my dad dying for me to drop out of school and, and, and start again in another school in English. But um, yeah, like what you just said, like when once you know what once you know that you're in a situation that's not for you and you leave it, I don't think you'll settle for that again. That's what you said. Yeah, exactly.
1: Right? It's funny how it's so easy to stay in that position that you're in. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not ideal, even if you know that it's not the best for you, it's really easy to just stay. But once you like you say, once you leave, it's almost impossible to go back to staying in a position like that.
0: Yeah. And you guys are teaching me facts. I like this. <laughs> I can sit I back want to hear and your relax. story. Will? Uh I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of a, a story that really like I guess quote unquote shaped me uh a bit more than I am already quote unquote shaped. Uh, since you know There's still room of growth And everything um, Oh yeah
2: I've got one I guess I, I could I
0: could tell the story of um, When I was When my dad sent me to Africa For high school uh, Cause I would never Send any of my friends Or enemies there Because it was a whole experience But uh, I learned from it Definitely And uh, It made me realize like uh, to really not take what you have for granted, and like, um, I guess push, if you, if you have the, if you can push for more or better, or uh, if you have the time to do something, then just do it, and not wait on a miracle to happen, because that doesn't happen unless you deserve it to happen. And I, I believe I didn't deserve a miracle, so I got, you know, the back boot. And I was, like, taken back to where um, I didn't want to go. And, yeah, I guess I learned the hard way, I guess. Like, if if you know how, like, bad police officers or guys in bad movies would be like, yeah, do you want to do this the easy way or the hard way? I got the hard way for sure. And I learned from it. And, like, now, this day, I would never stoop to get in that situation ever again if I could. Like, because it's the same way as Phil said, like. Once you're in a situation like that, you really don't want to ever go back. So, um, yeah, that, that that's, I guess, what I learned. Uh, Africa is a beautiful place, but high school in Africa, I honestly, personally, no, I don't. I say no to that.
2: Damn. It's true, because every time William tells a story about his high, his boarding school in, in Zambia, you'd always make it sound like it's in jail. <laughs> <It was laughs> Your story sounded like you were in jail, bro. Yo, oh, I, I nice
0: haven't time. told any stories to the pod. I told one story to the podcast, but I've got many. I've got many a stories that I will tell a co- along the course of these episodes we'll make for sure.
1: Yeah, we'll have to have a a little throwback section where we talk about our high school experience. Oh yeah, we yeah. I'd love to. Ta- I'd love to talk about that because I went to high school in the in one school for all six years in a French speaking Belgian school. Yeah, like the most classic uh european school situation you could get. So I'd be interested to hear what what it was like for you.
0: I will. Definitely. We definitely have to do that.
2: Um <clears throat> right. I've got my story. Do you have another cool one?
0: Oh wait, what, uh I I do, but I think critic critic Do you want to say something there.
2: Yeah, I've got my story. I got the story that when I'm ashamed to say, to share, but change me. Um I was in a situationship with a girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, situationship. And so um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was I was pursuing this girl, and she she'd tell me, I, I don't want to be in a relationship. I, I I don't feel like I'm ready for a relationship. Da da da. But I'd be like, Yo, don't worry, I'm I'm, uh, I'm gonna treat you well, et cetera. I'd i will be trying to to reassure her and everything, and she'd constantly tell me, I'm I'm not meant to be in a relationship. I don't want to be in a relationship. But I didn't hear that, and. um, yeah, it took her, like, it took me discovering that she's on Tinder, while, like, after a month of me thinking that we're dating, or exclusive, for, wow. for me to be like, damn, I guess, uh, I can't force, you can't force anyone to love you, you can't force anyone to do something, especially um, if they tell you, um, you know? So she was telling me these things, but she was acting a different way. And that's that's what it is. I should believe the way people act more than what they say. If that makes sense?
1: Dude, that's that's a lot of facts right there I like that
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> but it it takes time to learn that right yeah it's not something you can just know
2: exactly i'm, I'm glad I
1: i'm glad that you were able to learn mm-hmm.
0: damn a si- situation ship yeah that's what i call I like it that yeah, i like that word yeah i like that we should too. put that in our big yeah. boy <laughs> words we should we should i was thinking about that as well <clears throat> damn
1: all right well i I have a little a quick one that we can use to to um it, you know a common question that we always ask on this podcast okay. William, that we can use to kind of move on to the other sections, yeah, sound good, yeah yeah perfect. go ahead. all right so you know age old question because I know how you like your coffee and you know how I like mine how does uh how do you like your coffee coffee Curtis? um I don't really or do you drink, drink coffee?
2: coffee I drink tea, yeah, but the tea man uh, nice when I go to Starbucks, I take a white coffee mocha. Nice. So okay. latte and Not stuff bad. Stuff like that. But I usually just drink
1: tea. Why do you? Is it a taste thing, or do you have other reasons to drink tea over coffee?
2: Um, it's 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 habit. I grew up um with tea in the household. My mom is Tanzanian, so we'd always have tea in the morning. It's tea ma- chai masala, which is like spicy tea, and she'd boil mm-hmm. like hot water with spices in it, and it was, it was so good. Like it's sort of ginger and some other things in there, but it's so good and i grew up on that so i just can't go for coffee
1: yeah it makes sense mm. like i we grew up in a coffee family like i'd have to like look for tea in our house if we even have it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like so well that's good that's cool i like that
0: yeah. yeah i guess that's why i told you earlier as well on the first uh coffee uh question we ever had that i'm used mm-hmm. to drinking tea but of course, thanks to working at Starbucks, coffee has entered my life, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, one more one more of mine, and then we can hit the icebreaker questions and maybe even get him on the ideas parts, because my brother's filled with that, ideas, and I'm definitely sure yeah. he can help us with one or two uh, uh, blossoming choices of words yeah, sure. i do not know what the i'm ideas, saying at this point honestly
1: well i i think that the the idea section of the podcast is the best yeah is the most I like interesting it too, i
0: like it too okay okay critical mm-hmm. um how do you take up your time during this quarantine like what do you feel is the best way to use your time or utilize it or you know not count it as wasting it
2: what i feel is the best way to use it is to learn something new Um, Okay, learn something new. Have conversations that are empowering and and that can, like, open your mind. Hmm. Conversations that are worthwhile, basically. Um, And uh, also working on your craft. Because I feel, I I was reading the Kobe book, Kobe's book called uh, Mamba Mentality. And in it, he would explain how when he's injured or he he broke his ankle or something like that he did so he had an injury and while he was injured he was still training the rest of his body that could work just so when he gets back into the game he's not going to be weak and he will still be able to beat the opponents after his injury and um, I feel like this quarantine thing it stopped our lives but we can see the opportunity in it by by working on music for example I set up my studio and writing stuff and you know, getting stuff done so that when the lockdown is over, we'll be able to—I'll be able to get back into life just like, you know, with the with the with a lot of ammo. Yeah, but nice. I, I I use a lot of my time sleeping as well. I sleep a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Solid. Yeah, that's really good. I like good. that. And that's you a really like good way, Those are way to think. Live by. Yeah,
2: I
0: like that too. Huh.
1: Yeah, I've been trying to learn a lot as well. It's been nice. Yeah. Kind of feeling like learning without I it feels like there's no pressure to do anything. So anything you do is like in like almost investment in who you are, right? Because there's no outside like societal pressure to be doing stuff. Exactly. So what's the most interesting thing you've learned uh so far? I'm curious.
2: Um I'm learning how to play guitar. I I'm taking guitar lessons right now. No shit. And uh today I just figured out how to do the opening uh, chords of Redemption Song by Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. William heard it a little earlier, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I approve. Yeah, nice. I approve. Yeah. from Considering the fact that like the beginning of the quarantine, I could barely do much with the guitar, I'm very proud of myself right now.
1: Dude, awesome. So glad for you. Guitar is awesome.
2: Yeah. Your brother plays yeah. amazingly, by the way. He's really good.
1: Dude, I think so too. He's really he's good. Really he's good. actually um he's gearing up to release his first single.
2: Whoa. Ooh.
1: Yeah, probably in the next like week or two.
2: That's really dope. Whoa. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Two weeks. I can't wait to hear it. I'm sorry? I can't
1: wait to hear it. Yeah, I me mean neither. I have I've yet to actually hear it. I've heard like little bits and pieces, but never the whole thing
0: down it'll come. It, will come it will come
1: all right so what do we want to move on to william uh, straight to ideas
0: uh, i think we can hit him with some icebreaker questions first just oh, so yeah, we can sure. see how he thinks and then then we can hit him with the ideas and yeah i think that that would be good mm-hmm. all right i have I mean, no try and... by the way i have no uh recollection of time so we'll just have to wing this on when we have to end by the way i have no clue
1: oh Unless I, have you do. A, I have a pretty good idea okay cool Alright, one second, I'm trying to find the Oh you oh, my
0: bad. I should've opened that up.
1: No, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be oh there it's on museumhack.com. I remember now. <laughs> W-W. www.museumhack.com Oh okay here. I have a oh it looks like they've they <laughs> they added a new section called virtual icebreaker questions.
0: Nice. It's like they're waiting it's for it. Exactly us. this. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So here's number sixteen. What's your favorite flower or plant?
0: Oh, that's a great question to ask
2: this guy. That's for sure. My favorite plant is the I think the bonsai, because how how the we to grow it is pretty interesting. The banzai tree. That's what it's called. I think it's, I don't think I know it's a that Japanese plant. tree that lives for really long, and you have to like really take proper great care of it for it to to keep living. And if you mess it up, it's 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 fucked. But you have to. It's pretty delicate. My favorite plant to look at though is um, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> I like sunflowers.
1: Dude, nice. <laughs> sunflowers
0: are a
2: good flower. Yeah, pretty fucking tall too. Pretty tall, yeah. And you guys? Yeah.
0: I like orchids.
1: Dude, orchids is nice.
0: Yeah, I like the colors they give.
1: They last forever too. Like we have orchids in our house that last like two or three or four years.
0: Yeah. What? Yeah.
1: yeah. The trick is to cut off the stems every every few months. You just like nip them down to the bottom, and they just grow back up and grow flowers upon flowers.
0: Okay. Yeah. What about you?
2: Huh.
1: Hmm. I'd say probably my favorite plant is any is my bonsai tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have one. I have a little a little bonsai oh. that I've had since I was eighteen. And one time I forgot to water it for six months, and it didn't die. So, Damn. I like it.
0: That's superpowers.
1: Yeah. All right, do we want another question?
0: Yeah, we can do one more.
1: Okay. I like this one. It's going to be it's interesting because it can also be indicative of our personal taste. Um, so, here's the question. What is one article of clothing that someone could wear that would make you walk out on a date with them?
0: Walk out.
1: Yeah, like you're on a date. Like they come over, they sit down in front of you, and they're wearing this thing, and you're like, "Fuck
2: that!" And you leave. A freaking fedora. What hat. would it be? Wait,
0: credit What did you fedora say? Fedora hats.
2: I hate fedoras.
0: Fedoras.
2: Yeah. Oh, the Jason Mraz hats.
0: <laughs> Jason <Mraz>. <laughs> <laughs> Those are outdated
2: Like I Oh man William knows this Every time I see people With fedora hats I'm like why Why are you still wearing that
1: You know I'd have to agree with you It's a shitty hat <laughs> Yeah
0: Hmm Alright you go William I think I dislike uh I dislike people That wear uh, Scars when it's warm Like when it's hot out And they're wearing like a warm scarf, not like the see through, sort of like Wait. carpety or curtain fabric, but like more like an actual I'm cold scarf. I don't get it. I don't, I understand if you're cold, maybe put on a sweater, but like a whole scarf in summer, I don't get that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, okay, I, I see that. I might not walk out completely, but I'll be questioning.
2: Yeah, I see it. And I'd
1: probably walk on somebody if they were wearing fingerless gloves, at any time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I just find that fingerless gloves are not okay.
0: Fingerless gloves, yeah i've got, I've never been into that trend.
1: I don't really get it. It's like you'd have to be a hardcore illustrator for me to think that that was okay. Because like some of them wear the fingerless gloves to not drag, drag on, their, on there, yeah. their their their, their dra- drawing thing, but. Mm. Other than that, there's no reason to wear a fingerless glove, ever.
2: Yeah. Isn't that what they use to yeah, like, depict right. homeless people in cartoons and stuff?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't know. Because apparently when you're homeless, you do need to use your fingers. Yeah. But not that much.
2: But I think homeless
0: people just, like, the the, the trope at least from the movies or the cartoons is because, like, they, they found those gloves. Like, they're used gloves, and that's why they have no fingers. Holes or like they have oh. holes for the fingers.
1: I, I would have assumed it was because they depicted them as like uh, as like junkies that need to have finger dexterity. Hmm, oh for wow, druggy stuff.
2: Whoa, <laughs> like, I don't know, Does that makes sense.
1: <laughs> I don't know, that's always what I thought, but I just, I don't know, I never got it as a fashion thing.
2: Apart from that, I'm not very picky with clothes, but yeah, like just the fedora hat. It's an optional thing. You don't have to wear a fedora hat. You don't have to wear a hat. But if you pull up to a date with the hat, yeah. with the fedora hat of all hats, there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like there are enough hats for you to choose not that.
2: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we should just we should build like fashion empires so that we can make it completely obsolete to sell those kinds of objects. It's like if you just control the entire fashion market, then you just stop selling that. The fedora hat, and then nobody can wear it, <laughs> and you've done the world a service.
2: That would be a good idea.
0: So you get to the top of the Sounds empire like... just to like, remove fedora hats. Yeah, exactly. You know, worth it. That's worth trust it. Me that's guys. a long...
2: That's a journey. If you see a group of Fun, guys yeah. going around the city or whatever, going for drinks and everything, and there's that one guy with a fedora hat, trust me, that one guy is... is He's out to have a good time, but he seems very insecure, and he doesn't, I don't think he fits in the crowd. I don't think the whole friend group likes him. <laughs> he's just that guy, oh, <laughs> he's coming, okay, I guess. <laughs> Trust me.
1: That fedora hat belongs on a Michael Jackson impersonator only. Only. Exa- thank you. Only.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. That fedora conversation. <laughs> well, a
1: fedora is a horrible piece of fabric, so it was worth having this conversation all right should we talk about our big ideas
0: yeah big ideas
1: or small wow. ideas right, or so any idea a really. little little uh preface Pref- is that how you say that
0: yeah uh, preface yeah
1: yeah yeah for for Criticos. um every week we talk about ideas we have and they can literally be about anything like one week we both had ideas for large-scale internet shows and then like last time we talked about how much William didn't like the, the, uh, the fact that on TikTok you are supposed to use other people's content, so like it can be kind of it's kind of a free reign, guided like hidden underneath the word idea. Okay. So, do you
0: have any interesting idea, William? Uh, I kind of do. I kind of do. Um, right, it's to us. do with uh, TikTok trend actually, and I love it. It's all I'm only using this idea because. Uh I want to make it but at the same time I'm kind of lazy so if someone else makes it I'll be like nice You know like at least the, my idea Exists Um But it's basically those TikToks When you're watching it and um, They say uh, If you're a guy or if you're a girl Keep scrolling this isn't for you Right? And yeah. each time I see those most of the time It incites me to stay because I'm curious of what they're gonna say Um so my idea was I take my microphone, the current microphone I'm using, and I say the same sentence while like someone's scrolling. They scroll, they see me. I'm like, this isn't for you. It's for the guy behind you. <clears throat> and so they turn around and no one's there. And then I use the back of my microphone since it's got a 360 degree like audio capture. And I I whisper yeah. like, yeah, dude, this is for me. You know, like as if it's someone else actually behind him. Hopefully the person oh, or the the person that's watching the TikTok has earphones in because that would add mm-hmm. even more to the behind them. But uh, yeah. And then I'll, Dude, I I'll, like that. I might have like a little conversation with the person behind them. Like, oh, how are you doing? Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, missed you, bro. Or, you know, like something dumb like that. But yeah, just the idea that I'm playing with audio. And uh, since TikTok is very visual, it might catch people off guard. So that that's my idea. Hmm.
1: Dude, I like it a lot. I've never thought of actually putting uh, production quality into the audio on TikTok.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Small little details. It's really dope.
1: Dude, it sounds fun. What about you, Phil? What conversation would you have?
0: Oh, what conversation? I want,
1: to, I want to know more. I want to know more.
0: I, I I was planning to just say, like, yo, this guy, like, the so the person that, of course, does not exist, but would be behind the listener would say, man, this guy smells like his room is dirty. Quarantine has not done him good. And then I'm like, I know what you're saying, bro. Like, and that's it. Like, that's... There's something jokey, like, something funny to alleviate from the stress moment when they hear, like, a deep voice behind them literally saying, this was for me. You know, like, that's... Yeah, like... Uh, what's it called? To, um, yeah, like, a sort of, like, a, a joke relief? Or I forgot what they say in movies. But when that character comes in and just makes a joke, so everyone... comedic relief. Comedic relief, there we go. From the stress that they just witnessed or had
1: prior yeah dude i want to see this tiktok
0: yeah exactly that's what i'm saying in the idea section like yo anyone that wants to do it (laughs) Uh,
1: you should do it man you have the equipment because like that's not even that's something that actually requires stuff like you need a mic that has that kind of a pickup pattern you need to know how to do it you know
0: okay that's true okay i'm okay I'll, I'll, i'll work on it i'll work on it all right, Sounds good. Uh by the end of today or tomorrow we'll be out. Fuck it.
1: Alright. I'm I'm waiting on it.
0: You got it, you got it.
2: What'd you say, Craig? Alright. So let let's work on it. Let's do it. I can, I'm down.
0: Okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, no, I think yeah, I think what? either your airpod isn't picking up or sometimes it like cuts off. 'Cause like I can hear you in the other room and I'm like, wait, he's not I don't hear him my earphones, earphone, so Oh, okay.
1: Hey, you guys are you guys cut out a little a little bit for me as well.
0: Okay, yeah, just making sure I thought I was the only one. Okay. Like,
1: no no, like I spent I, I spent a lot of time on this podcast hoping that uh one of the other two people heard something so that I don't have to answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but at least you're not cutting out, so that's fine.
1: Okay, that's good, that's good. Yeah, that, that's because I spent fucking twelve hours setting up our new Wi Fi and it's beautiful. So Nice, let's I mean, go I my life, but that's it was worth place. it. Nice. that's fucking stupid like it wasn't working I was like going ha- like hacking into our our router to change it's like core settings and like do some hardcore internet shit and then it turns out there wasn't a like an actual switch on the box that I just had to flip and it made everything
0: no. work
1: <laughs> you know classic problem solving
0: yeah All
1: right, I had a I had an interesting idea actually that I wanted to share I wanted to hear what you guys thought about this mhm um, so it's like and it kind of goes back to what Karekos uh, was saying about spending our time here in the quarantine learning and you know learning something new I was thinking how hard would it be to um, to learn how to learn to like streamline the learning process so you can learn faster whoa like because right now becoming good at something for me at least it takes time right like it takes learning and doing and learning and doing and learning and doing mm-hmm. and I was wondering if there was a way that I could either take not I mean the doing you have to do it so like you can't really make that fast but if i can make the the part where i learn like the actual intake of information like the most efficient as possible and if i could learn teach myself a way to learn better does that make sense yeah down i don't really know how to do that but i think that would be an interesting thing to to learn during the quarantine is instead of learning anything new you learn how to learn so that then you can learn faster than everybody else that's
0: sick but I think so that's what those, um, you can... sorry for cutting you off, but I was oh, going to no, go say, ahead, go ahead. I think that's what the language people, like people like speak more than one language. I'm assuming yeah. that's how they process, right? Like they've learned how to learn languages so well that any new language that comes at them is like water. They just swallow all There's the information. There's a way to do it. Yeah. There must mm-hmm. be a way to do it, but huh, never thought of that.
2: I think like you would be interesting because I'm sure it's first. different for everybody. Yeah, exactly. It's different for everybody. So you have to learn how to how you learn if you're if you're more visual, if you're more um auditive or if you like reading more et cetera, then just find your most efficient way of learning right
1: yeah yeah yeah, 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 then you got to double down on actually learning like mm. i i would I would love it if instead of taking uh, you know a class two hours at a time over six months, if I can just learn that class <laughs> in two days
2: yeah, I' have two books about this. and
1: then it's learned right, like it's in my head.
0: Wow, that's and then a... of course
1: you mean you gotta you gotta practice and you gotta you know you gotta use the knowledge often to keep it in there. But if getting the knowledge in could be faster, then maintaining it would be easier, right? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's a there's a there should be a way to hack our brains to be able to do that. I, w- I was going to say is, drugs, actually. but <laughs> <I was> gonna... <laughs> <laughs> There's always drugs is always a solution test. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: That's how mo- most drugs, most like recreational gr- drugs started off as something to fix a problem. Anyway.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
3: That's yeah. a good idea. Aside
1: from probably like alcohol, which is, it feels like alcohol was a mistake. <laughs> like somebody forgot to do something with their apple <laughs> juice and then whoops. There you
2: go. Change the world. Um, All right, do you have any any ideas? My, yeah, my ideas is not is less about um, like less about something that we can do, but more about um, opening our minds to something. And Dude, I like it. I realized that the thing that, you know, when we call someone a genius, um, most of the time yeah. they do an idea that we're like, oh, shit, I thought about this, but you just didn't do it. And so I realized that geniuses are literally people that take their dumb ideas seriously. And and they do it, right? And like the person that was like, "Yo, let's make a plane and, and fly." Like, let's make metal that can carry a person into the sky. Let's do it. And you know, so many people are like, "No, you can't do it." Da da da. Imagine how many people thought of that. There's literally historical remnants of Leonardo da Vinci actually writing or doing a patent or uh, a, a scale of a first plane. In Egypt, in ancient Egypt, there are people that tried to like make maquettes of planes, and the Wright brothers. Literally made it happen by taking themselves seriously and actually making it into a real life, like human sized thing that can carry humans. And they're geniuses and they changed the world. And now people look at the sky and see a plane. They, they, it's such a regular thing when that's like a marvel. That's something, it's defying science. Um, but they took themselves seriously. And that's, you can relate that to so many other ideas, like, uh, I don't know, podcasts. Who would listen to people talking? Who would listen to a conversation? Let's record a conversation and post it so people can listen to it and look what we're doing now right exactly um so yeah i think i think that's that's something i've thought about quite often and um another idea i've had is philosophers when's the last time that we had philosophers like when can we say oh the latest philosopher is this because i don't think in the times of voltaire and and leonardo da vinci and all this stuff would say oh those guys are philosophers actually confucius was, was hated by the majority of people that were around him and the governments around him until he died. It was only after he died that he was, people were like, whoa, Confucius has said some real shit. <laughs> and that's when he became a philosopher, <laughs> right? Um, and yeah, so I yeah. think in, in our age, to become a philosopher, to become a thinker or something, either we can relate it to comedians or musicians that say something, because that's the biggest medias that we listen to right now, or we write something down. You know, we write our ideas down or something down, and, and that will be a memoir or m- some memorabilia of our ideas. And then we try to distribute it to, to whatever it can be, and boom, maybe after our death, we become a philosopher. But uh, I feel like huh. the, the idea of a philosopher is, um, is only after the person that said those words or thought that way is gone, which I noticed, every time someone dies, you start thinking about the last conversation you had, you start thinking about the things that they said to you, and why is that? You know, you don't really pay attention to people that are alive until they, got, they die, and then you're like, oh, damn, he really used to like bagels <laughs> <laughs> when he was alive. You didn't, you didn't care about him. Right? So, wow. That's, that's oh, something that I think about quite often.
1: Dude, that's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Thoughts on both of those ideas. Shit. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a preferred idea to start talking about, William?
0: Uh, no, you go ahead I'm also thinking I'm trying to think of how I can express how I feel about what he just said
1: alright so th- the that sentence you said uh, geniuses are people who take their stupid ideas seriously mm-hmm. that like that actually resonated with me like that was I've never thought of it that way before but it's true that a, a, somebody isn't a genius until they've done something right yep. yeah there's no there's no genius five year old I mean th- there could be if they are <laughs> insane but like <laughs> On average, you, you you are a genius once you've done something genius-worthy. I really like that, that way of thinking. It kind of goes, it's it's a very art, almost scientific way of thinking because it's like the whole premise behind science is you think of something and then you act upon it to see if it makes sense or not. Yeah. It can not make sense, but you won't know until you act. Exactly. Damn. Hey, that, yeah, that, no, was, no. that was really good.
0: That was really good. I was thinking the same thing. That was really, really good. Uh, I had the same, um, uh, I guess, quote-unquote revelation as Phil When you said like, yeah Like it's just people that take their ser- their ideas seriously It's very um, I-, I can't really find the word to, to use That would like bring it up to par as the sentence you made But it's very true in the regard that I feel When I work on something that I had in my head And I see it visualized in real life I'm like, why didn't I do this earlier, you know, like, yeah. or, or, or even doing the podcast, like when we did, did I think the third episode of this podcast and I listened yeah. back to the first one, I was just like, dude, like why, how did we take so long to have this idea and just start it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no, that's really cool. That's really true. Nice. Yeah.
2: I'm really proud of you guys doing the podcast. Well, it, By the
0: way. Oh, oh thanks. thank you, man.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's really fun
1: to do. We need to start. We need to. Fig- it's hard because of the quarantine, but we need to figure out how to set aside an actual like two hour block, like consistently, like every weekend yeah. it's the same. And yeah, that's true. Because we're both of us, like I, I'm guilty of this of being like, well, you know, we we haven't really texted this morning. I'll text him later, ask him if he wants to do it tomorrow. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But no, you're like I think really the 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 virus came in when we had just got into the rhythm. And it just shambled exactly. everything around. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, we've recorded two episodes, right?
0: Yeah. And we were, like, literally talking about how do we would meet the next week, talking about the hard drives and, like, I, yeah, no, it's strange. It it really came in at a weird time.
1: Yeah. Well, it's going to be, a, our podcast is probably, I actually think that we're going to have a hard time going back to recording in person. Yeah. We're going to become used to recording over the phone.
0: That's actually kind of true.
1: One thing I was thinking of was that it's actually probably an advantage for us to record without seeing each other, because then we rely less on visual cues to understand how, how we're thinking. Ooh, because we talked about this, uh, I think last episode or the episode before. The episode ago, before,
0: yeah,
1: Where it was like it was hard for us to do it on the phone because we're used to seeing each other, and so we know when like we're done with our sentences and when it's it's a good time to move on to a new thought because of the the like body language. So it's interesting to learn how to talk to somebody without that.
0: It's like we're learning. We're learning. Yeah. Learning something new. Learning something new. <laughs> nice.
1: Dude, talking about uh, seeing and or hearing and not seeing, which one of you two has watched any of Love is Blind?
2: I watched Love the is fourth Blind? Season, the fourth episode, sorry. I watched the, yeah. It's a really, it's a weird concept. And um, I was watching it and I just didn't like it. It was really weird. I guess, William, I'll explain to you. Love is Blind is a a, a reality TV thing on Netflix where people sit between. uh, People sit on one. Okay. A a boy and a girl sit on either side of a wall and they have a conversation. Uh And if they start to fall in love, they have to get married. They have to get married. They get married. Yeah. Yeah, No boyfriend girlfriend thing. They propose.
0: It's insane that's I an, haven't seen that's of a really crazy
2: show yeah,
1: so many things that happen on the show go against so many of my personal values, <laughs> huh. but it's so entertaining
2: it is actually
1: yeah, Does this I was just curious because it it's kind of' actually similar to this whole quarantine situation where people can't be with each other Whoa. right
0: Too. Speaking of people can't being with each oh wow, okay, William. Speaking of people not being able to be with each other, um I s a friend of mine was uh in a house party with me. I don't know if you know the appville, but uh it's like a little like party camera thingy. Yeah. Uh so he invited me to one of those and his other and he had another friend in there. And so we're talking, we're all chilling, and then he asks uh his friend, like, hey dude, did you see the new update on Tinder? And I'm like, what? What are you guys talking about? And he told me that Tinder allowed you to now move any like move your current location to anywhere in the world since the quarantine is out happening. So you can meet new cultures and meet new people even if you can't actually meet meet them in person. Damn. Wow. And I was just like, Whoa, that's really interesting, I think. Like
1: It is.
2: Where would you guys go first? I've never thought of doing that. What'd you say, Craig? Where would you guys set your location first if you could if you're on Tinder? Ooh. I wanna see what Fiji women are like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no man, I'd I like I'd actually like to probably meet people in places that I want to go to. <laughs>
0: I wanna to go to Fiji, Fiji, don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see solid. Mongolia
2: mongolia yeah we hear i want to go to mongolia it's it's so bad I don't, really, I don't really know how they look over there how they live so i'd just like to get to know somebody and see how they live if they're even in quarantine because i've seen oh, yeah, pictures yeah, of, of, of mongolia yeah, it looks really beautiful it looks like a lot of rings place it's not much cities so hmm. let's check that out
1: it looks like one of the most amazing things to see mongolia yeah yeah like just mind blowing, just never ending grass. Exactly. Like, I don't know. But grass that's not like fields, because like probably the biggest sections of non houses you can find here in Western Europe is uh food, right? Like, uh, crops, mm-hmm. farms. Oh yeah, there yeah. There isn't yeah. really that sort of a stretch of emptiness that's also just wild, right?
0: Yeah. No forests, sort of forests in a weird way. No. Yeah. No yeah. forests
1: for sure. For sure hmm but yeah yeah
0: this so, is a actually, great conversation just gonna say that right now I, before it ends I,
1: yeah yeah no i was let's let's double down on it how are you guys <clears throat> so i i haven't really uh been dating at all recently uh are you guys how are you guys are you guys dating and like currently dating looking trying to meet people and how does that work in the quarantine
0: hmm. my my dating whatever before the quarantine wasn't good, so the quarantine didn't help anything. <laughs> Move along, to be honest. So now I'm just, I'm just chilling. I'm just, I'm just doing me vibing, um, and I kind of think it's better that way. Like I don't know how I would have segued dating into the whole quarantine situation, because especially if you're like a beginning relationship situation, or as Kritikos said, a situation, uh, or, or a situationship. <laughs> so if you're in one of those, and then she's talking to other guys on Tinder, it's like, oh, like and you wouldn't even know at this point, because you're stuck at home and you're you're talking to her like one of the guys she's talking to on Tinder, and that would that wouldn't be cool. Yeah. Um, that's just a thought, I guess. Yeah.
1: It's cool. I haven't really given it any thought. I mean, I guess you could just date over the phone, right?
0: You could you could, but it's harder, right? It's annoying. I think it's harder.
2: Yeah, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't got time for that.
1: No one does. No one does. And maybe what this is, is it's just a giant break for everybody in the dating scene and everybody then doubles down and does excellent. True. Next time around.
0: A lot of people are talking about the baby boom that's going to happen because of
2: this, but I think the baby boom that's going to happen after this is going to be crazy. Yeah. It might. Just imagine all the people meeting on Tinder and being able to, like, meet each other after the gates open. Exactly. It's game on. And, like, if oh. the girl's like, yo, use a condom. He's like, yo, what if we get locked in and have a plague again? Let's, let's make it right now. And boom. <laughs> <laughs> I feel
1: like having a baby right after this is a bad idea. <laughs> same.
2: But at the same time, I, I don't understand. It, if just, it do. just doesn't sound smart. I don't
1: know. <laughs> and maybe they're going to be the most resilient babies ever. They'll have developed like in-womb immunity to to COVID-19 and they'll be all be crazy. good. Th- that that's how we're cool. going to beat the virus. Immortal babies.
2: Immortal babies.
0: I like that idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should figure out how to make immortal babies.
0: That's the t- that's the title of the podcast of this episode for immortal sure. Immortal
2: babies.
1: Has to be. All right, I I just wrote that down, so that's going to be our title. Can you imagine an immortal baby?
2: Would you even feed it? That's just like a a bill less. You don't have to pay for their food. It's immortal. Oh, an immortal baby? You don't have to take care of it. Yeah, if you got an immortal baby, what the fuck are you going to do with this? It's immortal. (laughs) True, actually true. Yeah. That's a a jackpot right there.
1: Not only is it immortal, it's the cheapest baby you can get.
2: Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: It's what like what can you teach his immortal baby though? What
2: I'm Each gonna do is gonna. I'm it gonna literally
1: has. I'm gonna get it, infinite learning capability.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna get it. Does baby it stay to, a baby forever?
1: Maybe I don't know. Oh, you mean like a like a little Twilight situation? Yeah, yeah. You know, like baby <laughs> vampire. Like the the vampire league comes and kills them. <laughs>
2: yeah. I would make my mortal baby. No, race I think it grows other up. Babies, or like do something crazy. They'll make it win like it'll guarantee the win because it's immortal and i'll be like yo my baby can't die or i don't know i'll be like yo my baby if i throw knives at my baby he's not gonna he's not gonna die and people gonna be like no what and i'm like you want to put money on it a hundred dollars it doesn't die and i win like <laughs> that's insane actually th- 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 cool. what, what,
1: what if this is what happens like an immortal baby grows older and then it does a little like Benjamin Button turn around and it becomes younger and it just cycles that way forever.
0: Shit. Okay, but when you say grows older, are we meaning old older or like teenager? Older? No, I
1: mean like it literally grows to be like an old eighty-five year old man. Oh, okay, woman. okay, okay. And then right when the old age death is about to happen, he just starts aging in reverse.
0: Damn. Damn.
1: All the way back to being a baby, and then it just bounces right back.
2: Now that baby will lose a lot of That's friends. That's too
1: creepy. That's too creepy.
2: That's mad. I like the infinite baby. Willem was actually asking me this recently. He asked me, uh, oh, yeah, I, I have a road rage. So I was driving, and this, this lady cut me off or something. And I got mad, and I called her a cunt. And Willem was like, wait, <laughs> you think she deserves it? <laughs> And Willem was like, wait, you think she deserves to die? And I was like, we all deserve to die. And I think we all do deserve That's to true. die. And so when you think about that situation of the Benjamin Button, Getting to eighty-five, he's lived his whole life. He's lost his friends. He's probably at the age where most of his people around him are starting to die, and he's he's going more to to funerals than birthday parties. Um, and then having to age backwards, I think his problem would be like, "Damn, like I just want to end this now. Like, what's the point of going back?" Right.
0: Yeah. Definitely.
1: Shit's weird.
2: Yeah.
1: That's it, probably why we don't have immortal babies. That's why we don't have immortal babies. <laughs> yes, there you go. It's a bad idea.
2: <laughs> that is. That's. That's the only reason. Probably
1: Maybe. like God tried that a couple thousand years ago, and then it didn't go well. It was, like, yeah. <laughs> was like, all right, no more. Yeah, I go back to the drawing board. With this <laughs> just the one. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. I was
1: like thinking about that, like if, because I I have a complicated relationship with with religion, but I always like to imagine, oh shit, what if God went through like, like human tests, and it was like there's a bunch of versions of humans that didn't actually work it was That's like he was like he tried one that like had an extra something or a different kind of this and he was like ah, i i don't like that let's let's change that
2: <laughs> and, and, and
1: the, we're just like like iteration 25 humans right
2: hmm. yeah and, and the bible that'd be fun the bible erases all those mistakes yeah <laughs> so yeah true sure that man,
1: I guess you just shattered my logic.
2: <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, I just got religion. That's a good logic. But yeah, and then, and then the Bible just says, no, this is just the perfect stuff. And and those mistakes, like, you know, the humans that, that like have four feet or whatever, they didn't, they didn't happen. That, could, that actually makes sense. That actually makes sense. Yeah. yeah.
1: Have you guys read the Bible?
2: I have not read the whole of it, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I used to be in boarding school And we'd have to read The Bible every morning Like we'd have to You can't leave your room Until you, you read the Bible um, Damn At least Yeah they give you like 20-30 minutes right. to read the Bible And um, Yeah I didn't like it I don't like being forced To read something Say It's like a hard book to read mm. My dad Our dad said that he read the Bible though
0: Yeah he's read it like Two-three times no? Yeah Yeah Mom too Mom too Mom too Oh. How? I don't know. It feels
1: like such a mom and dad thing to do have read the Bible. <laughs> and maybe it's just because we don't have children. Like a baby's gonna pop out and then we're just gonna start reading the Bible.
0: No, no, baby pops out, we already read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes into our head.
1: Like it shines through into our brains.
0: Alright, cool. I think I think I'm not sure how far we are, Phil, but I think we could also move on to the, the movie and uh anime recommendations. Right, sure, sure. Or general complaints. I think
1: Oh, I forgot to write that down on my list. General complaints. Oh, don't
0: worry. I listen to the See, podcast. The I listen to we're, the
2: podcast. We're fifty-six minutes in. <laughs> I,
1: I don't really have any complaints this week. Oh. I had a pretty positive week. So, i Ivan, give us I mean, a general guys... positive.
0: Give us a general positive.
1: Oh wait, actually, let me come back to my regular complaint. I have had to switch my AirPod ears already. Jesus I again. I hate that so much. Yes. I with the second the quarantine is over i am gonna shit sorry gonna make some <laughs> some money somehow and i'm gonna buy new airpods because it's pissing me off you have to for so if you're new on the podcast or you a credit cost and you haven't heard me complain about this yet my right airpod has a battery life of 32 minutes damn w- which is hard which is hard <laughs> and i'm not i'm not able to rec- i have to listen to this phone call one airpod like with only one airpod in because i have to switch airpods midway through the podcast because otherwise it cuts out
2: that sucks that's insane so that's my
1: complaint it's always the same it's going to be the same until you get new ones yeah okay okay it'll be a joke cuz it's going to take me 5 years to buy new airpods
2: <laughs> but you know my hey, what about you great what about you my complaint is about social media and people's need for validation Ooh. Wow. Uh, that's that's a, way deeper than mine. Yeah, that's Shit. way <laughs> deeper than I think any go of. For it! I want to hear. Well, it's something that I've noticed so much on social media is that like people are locked inside the houses and they started this challenge with the 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 paintbrush or the the makeup brush. Oh yeah, brush the, up challenge. I think. Yeah, yeah. Don't rush. So, yeah, I don't know this. And it's really. See? He doesn't. Know. Yeah, sorry, I, sorry, I keep sorry. I keep telling William that it's all over my timeline, but I guess you guys don't see it as much as I do. But um.
1: So so just kind of describe it fair so that I, I can kind of visualize okay it. so
2: it's basically like a before and after so you see a girl in front of her camera no makeup on she's in her bathroom robe bathing robe or something and then she brushes the camera on the she brushes she brushes the camera and so she moves the brush away from the camera and it's like a 3 uh, 180 where she's in makeup a dress and she's like looking beautiful and stuff uh, and I see i see yeah, and then she throws the, the brush to the left side of the camera she throws the brush somewhere in, in the in the screen And the next girl Catches the brush And the cycle continues
1: Oh I get it Yeah I see I see and so, Classic Like TikTok chain Okay I see it
2: Yeah and see, Yeah exactly and So um, men started seeing this And first of all Men started making fun of it And then men started Joining in And they do the same thing With a brush Like a, a beard brush Or like a brush right here um, And then Instead of Putting on makeup and stuff They dress up in suits Or they do whatever Yeah and today, I thought I was going to end there. I thought that was the end. I was like, okay, guys, guys did it, women did it. Now, there's a version for fat women. And then I just saw one today. There's a version for fat dominatrix women. So fat women that, like, dress in leather and, like, dominate men. And there's another version yeah, yeah. Of, of black couples. So the black loves right. black love version of it. And it's like, guys, I know we're locked in and everything, but, like, why aren't you doing something productive? why are you, why are you still seeking for likes and and trying to look beautiful for online? You know it's always this competition to look beautiful. I, people started arguing over it on Twitter because they' were like, oh yeah, I didn't feel included da da. da. but it does, does, it, does it, yeah, I know I, I, maybe you guys don't really understand it, so it's weird to have this conversation but yeah, the validation seekers online is it's really at an all- time high now that people at home. And if you're at home, you don't have makeup on, so they're finding a reason to dress up and take a photo of themselves and share it. Or they're sharing, like, throwback Mm -hmm. videos of themselves in Dubai or something. Like, oh, yeah, before the quarantine, I was in Dubai. Nigga, we saw those pictures already.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the throwback to before quarantine, I don't really get. But the the makeup thing, on the one hand, I understand what you're saying. You're like, you, you should be able... I mean, it's indicative, I feel, of bad mental health. And it's like, you should learn how to get... The validation you need from yourself first before you get validation from others Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but on the the other hand i also kind of i guess see it as a as a sort of way to exteriorize how you want to feel about yourself Mm -hmm. right it's fun and get you know i don't know kind of more like a therapeutical thing like oh i i but yeah no actually no no i get it i I was about to say something it doesn't yeah, because it it's it could hard. Be fun. It's a hard thing to balance. Yeah, exactly. It's like wh- what what part of it, how much of it is, like just scraping for likes and trying to get as much validation from strangers as you can to make yourself feel better, even though it ultimately won't, and how much of it is about boosting your self confidence and trying to make yourself feel better through action, right? I don't know.
2: Exactly. Hmm. Sorry. So that's my I complaint. Like that. I got off social yeah, media like it. because it's, it's, it was literally all over the place. And...
1: Yeah, it is. It's scary, I find, how much can happen on social media, how much of our lives can happen on social media, Yeah. Mm-hmm. even though it still is not your actual life.
0: You can say that again.
1: Yeah. I wonder when it'll, like, the because we're all isolating from everybody else, right? We're not in contact with anybody, so so much of our social uh, like relationships with people is happening on the internet on social media and i wonder how long it's going to take for everybody to feel that that's not real right mm. that it doesn't actually replace real interaction
2: wow mm. i wonder if it will replace most the majority of real interaction
1: yeah I don't know because so far I have I haven't really felt the hit personally. Like I I miss people and I miss meeting people, but I still feel like my relationships are similar to what they were before, like the same. And I wonder if I'm ever gonna feel like some relationships are not working as well because I haven't seen somebody in a long time, or that that's really something that helps,
3: right?
2: That's a good point. And you
0: guys guess both we'll got me see. thinking thinking here. Damn. I was thinking about the the whole brush up challenge, and I was uh, I was thinking like some of the people that do the brush up challenge, maybe they're used to being introverts, so they don't go to parties and such, and so they don't show those clothings that they own, and Whoa. that's like a reason for them to show it.
2: That's a good point, like,
0: yeah. Because like now they don't have the pressure of, you know, like, I don't know, not saying that they look fat in a dress or ugly in a dress, but... Now they don't have the pressure of, like, Philip said, I think, earlier in this podcast, that that societal pressure of, uh, I'm doing this for, you know, quote-unquote likes from other people. I'm also doing this for me. I'm learning for me or studying for me. So I think some of the women or even the black couples out there are doing it, like, because they believe they look cute. And uh, you're right, posting on the internet is also kind of weird. But yeah, I think that's, maybe that's also a little bit of why they're doing it. Well, I feel it. like there's, there's
1: probably one. like a, for everybody who's doing it for the wrong reason, there's somebody who's doing it for the right reason. Yeah, 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 exactly. N- nothing is, is purely wrong. I mean, some stuff is purely wrong. I, that's not what I am saying. Either. Like, in this, in this situation, I don't think so. <laughs> Like, right. I was saying that sentence, and I was thinking of all the things that are just wrong, and I was like, "That,
0: no, I can't yeah, say that." Yeah, no, you can't say that. Mm. I,
3: right,
0: I guess my general complaint now uh, is, huh? I'm gonna complain about myself. I'm gonna complain about my bladder. I drink a lot of water <laughs> in the day, but for some reason, I'm constantly in the back. Like, like, I give it like a, an hour, an hour, I have to pee. It's crazy. I'm pretty sure Credit even knows at this point. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. He finishes the lot, right?
2: he finishes the water so quick. He bought six <laughs> packs yesterday. There's one bottle left.
0: <laughs> okay, that's true. Drink that's from true. the sink, guys. Drink I actually started. I started using my my um what you call it uh, water filter. So that's cool. Yeah. Less less buying, more more drinking. So that's good. But um, yeah, drinking. like speaking of which, an hour has passed. I'm assuming because my bladder is starting to act up. So
1: yeah, it's been an hour and five minutes.
0: See, boom, Jesus <laughs> Lord, I swear, it's <laughs> crazy. But but you
1: say that you drink a lot of water. Yeah, I don't understand where the surprise is then.
0: Yeah, no, no. If you drink a
1: lot of water, then you got to pee a lot. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. But the only issue I'm having is that when I was, I'm gonna say 21 because 22 has really shown me that I have to pee a lot. So, when I was 21, I could drink for four hours straight, no need to pee. But you so weren't I'm drinking water?
2: No. Huh? But you weren't drinking water as much back then. True. Ooh, you were drinking Coca Cola. True, true, you true.
1: that, sugar. You don't pee sugar.
0: You don't pee sugar. Okay, that's true. Okay, maybe that's right.
1: Or probably if you try hard enough, you could. Ugh, hurt. That would hurt. That's what a kidney stone is, right? <laughs> yeah, a, that is what a kidney stone. <laughs> shit that you're not is. supposed to pee <laughs> that you pee out.
0: But there's my general complete my bladder. We have to fix this. But I can't even go to the All doctors right. because coronavirus. So
1: now you just gotta train your bladder to become bigger. Yeah. Just dump it in with water and then don't pee.
2: Like an anime character. <laughs> <But> like don't. <laughs> that leads us to the next topic: anime characters. Or anime, right? yeah. it was anime right? Was anime. yeah
0: it's anime uh, so it's recommendations of anime shows you like or movies or a series
1: yeah so anime movie series anything that you can watch on a television or your phone though I don't recommend that oh wait okay here actually I have a general complaint Oh. before we move on what is up with people who watch movies on their phones I don't get it and I'm gonna complain because why would you do that to your movie Hmm. It's such a small screen.
2: Yeah. If they've got a TV or like a computer.
1: I mean, Yeah. It's like, okay, maybe if you're stuck on an airplane, okay. But in any other situation, you have access to television, to like TV or a computer or anything with a screen that's bigger than my hand. <laughs> I don't know. D- don't ruin the movie with the teeny screen.
2: Yeah.
1: It ruins the movie. How can, it, imagine, you guys both watched 1917, right? Yeah. Okay, imagine watching that cinematic masterpiece on your phone. I
2: would not allow myself to do that. That's a very good no, point. No, you'd ruin the movie. Yeah. All
1: right. My complaint is about people who ruin – you shouldn't even be – like, you shouldn't even be able to watch movies on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's not on YouTube, th- that th- – no. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, why are you doing that to yourself? I can't – Netflix
1: should not make it phone app.
2: Exactly. I don't That's know. a good point. I've never – I don't think All I've right. done that. Uh, and, and I
1: watched one movie on my phone before. How was it? It was trash. <laughs> I didn't finish it. I stopped watching it half an hour and I was like, I'm going to watch this uh, on on a computer and iPad later. Like, I just I can't. Wow. It was no good. I think it was in the car. Like, it was on a road trip or something. Oh,
2: yeah. If it's on yeah, a road trip. I
1: I don't know. I felt like staring out the window was better.
2: Wow. <sighs> it is. Wait, Willem went to pee, by it, the way. It is. And I just want to say, Willem, I'm really yeah. proud of you okay, for cool. drinking more water.
0: You're welcome, you're welcome. Yeah,
2: man. Should I say thank you? All
1: right. I want to hear everybody's favorite movie or and or series and or anime that they watched uh these past seven to ten days.
0: Okay, wait. Last time we ended the podcast, I was saying I was watching Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. I uh, because yeah. I finished that like four days ago, by the way. It took me a week, uh, five, like four days to watch, which was pretty cool. I watched it like a series. Like every time I had to go to bed, I'd press play, watch it for like 20 minutes, then turn it off. And so, yeah, that's oh, pretty yeah, I cool.
2: like that. Damn. It's uh, always nice to
1: watch a movie that, that doesn't like require your attention the entire time. Like yeah. a movie that you can kind of walk in and out of. I like watching that kind of movie every now and then. Well, more often than not,
2: but yeah.
0: <laughs> huh, I'm trying to think of something I can recommend.
2: Um, um I highly recommend Queen and Slim. It's a great movie. It's really good.
1: Oh, I've never watched that.
2: I recommend it. It's so good. All
1: right. Yo, well, give us a synopsis. What? Give us
2: an idea. Yeah. Uh,
1: and an idea of what it is and why you like it.
2: Okay, quick quick idea of what it is is it's a first date. And so this this these two guys, these two people go on a date. The girl is not really social and she she only Swiped right on Tinder And this guy um, Because uh, She was bored Or something and she wanted to have Somebody to have food with And Anyway After the date They're driving And uh, They the Something happens And They get stopped by police And Long story short the pol- They shoot the police And kill him And the movie is about them Trying to deal with this issue That, that happens at the beginning of the movie Wow. Yeah. So the police was about to co- kill like the guy because they're black people, and the police was about to you know do what they do in the states, and um, mm-hmm. and yeah, he th- in this case the the guy the black guy gets the gun and shoots the policeman as self defense, but of course you know with the justice system and everything, he would have been in, thrown in jail or something or worse, and so they have to no deal with this situation the best way they can, and yeah, the story is just incredible. The storytelling is dope. The, the shots, the visuals are incredible. Trust William. Trust me, William watched it with me. I forced William to watch it because he was very skeptical, and I'd like to get his word on what he thought about the visuals and everything. What I agree, think? dude. Awesome.
1: Text me the text me the title. I'm I'm gonna watch that tonight.
2: Definitely.
0: Uh, but yeah, no, he's right. He's right. The the cinematography is very uh, unique. I think it's like I I I've seen it in some movies, but they really like pushed it in this movie. They really made every moment like uh a page in a poem, I think. Like that would be really the best way to put put it. Oh, awesome.
1: That's the best kind of movie. Yeah. That is the best kind of movie Like, for It's real. A, it's a movie that where you feel like the the everybody on the team like works so hard for that every second of the movie is good. Exactly yeah. In every way. yeah. The
2: writers, the the costume makers or the designers, the the poets, because the, it's funny. So I guess the writers that made the comedy, I guess? It's it's yeah, it's exactly what you just said
0: yeah but i really like the way my brother explains the movie because while i was watching it i said something along the lines of like i wouldn't want my movie to be um if i were ever to be in a movie i wouldn't want it to be a black lives matter-esque type movie and then he said this isn't one of those movies and i'm like what do you mean and he said that it's a it's a love story this Mm -hmm. is just a romantic movie it's a romeo and juliet they just have a certain skin color and that's the only reason like that's that just adds more layers to the movie and like while watching the movie i realized like he was he basically said the truth like it's it's a love story at its core it just has more layers to it and that's pretty cool Mm -hmm.
1: yeah sounds like a winner man
2: yes it is yeah i'm surprised i think it is right no yeah i mean it it was released early last year and in, in belgium or in europe it only started getting into cinemas mm-hmm. towards March, like beginning of March. So when the quarantine, the lockdown started, that's when it was supposed to be in cinemas. So that's why a lot of people don't really oh know. Right.
1: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll keep an eye out for it. I actually, if, if you were talking about a recent movie, I watched a really old movie two nights ago. Oh, it nice. came out in 1977. Whoa. And it has been one of, the f- one of my favorite movies that I've watched in like the past six months. No question. Oh, wow. So it's called a uh, Delicatessen.
0: Delicatessen.
1: Yeah, it's a French movie, which oh, wow. at first I was very skeptical because I'm not a fan of French cinema, mm-hmm. but it was it was amazing. It was so good. So the kind of story about it is it's in a it's set in a like post-apocalyptic pre-post-war kind of a situation in the French countryside and there's a huge famine going on. And it's about this Clown, this guy who's a clown like he's a performance clown who shows up in this new town because he lost his job and so he's looking for a new place to work and he gets like root, like you know a room to live in in exchange for being the handyman in this building uh, but the thing is that the people in this town because there's no food like there's literally there's no food Mo- money has been replaced by uh, grains of uh, of a mice of uh, corn right like mm-hmm. that's how little food there is is. They're literally trading food uh and the building, in the base of the building, there's a butcher, and he basically he traps people to come in and work as handyman in the in the house, and then he kills them for their meat and like butchers them, and then everybody in the building eats the meat. Oh shit! And so it's about the story of him coming into this like horrific place. Jeez.
0: 1977.
1: 1977, and that's what's so wow. insane about it is that. The visuals and the set design and the sound design and the whole thing, it looks like it was made a long time ago. Like visually it looks old, but not in a, not in a, oh, wow, that looks shitty way. But like in a, so impressed of how that movie was when it came out kind of a thing. Wow. Like it, like, wait, I'm getting the date wrong. I'm getting the date wrong. It was later. It was 19... 1991 actually. Oh okay. Okay. 1977 was a different different movie that I watched, but uh, another one. But so, still, you're talking about 30 years ago, right? Mm. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. It's really impressive how visual, the visual storytelling, the character development, the whole thing. It it was so good.
2: Wow. Nice. It's really impressive how good movies were back then, considering how little Mm -hmm. they had compared to now.
1: Exactly. It was all done in practical. That's what's impressive. Is that. You, you know that 98% of the effects and the tricks and the stuff that are done in the movie are done for real, right? Like through tricking your eye with the camera and that kind of stuff. Whoa. No room for CGI or anything like that. It was good. It's always it's always good because it it reminds me that a good story lasts forever, right? Like sometimes you watch something and you're like, wow, that looks really old. That looks really dated. I didn't like that. But... If the story is good enough, then it doesn't matter how dated it is, how old it looks, because the story is there, and a good story is always a good story, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. I like that. Yeah, that that's, that's, that's true. That's, that's actually really true. Yeah. No matter how old it is, the story, as all like that's why fairy tales and uh, folk tales and all that still spook children. I think, right? Exactly. Because the the core is just that good. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna. Yeah. Tell mine. Uh this is a movie I watched I think was it last last year? Mm-hmm. Um and it's a movie with Robin Williams, but he's the bad guy. Like he's the Oh He's the main character, but he's also like while you're watching the movie, you're like, Don't do that and he does it and you're like, Why would you do that? You know, like that's not right. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's a movie called One Hour Photo and uh, it came out in two thousand and two. I just Googled it, by the way, the the the, mm. the year. But um, I really like early two thousand movies because uh, I feel like it's a, a weird generation of directors were born then, or had just gone onto the scene and had like so many ideas. Like if you think back, we had what we had Rat Race back then. We had. Mm-hmm. Scary movie like like this was in Hollywood like these were actually playing movies in Hollywood, you know, like nowadays you barely even get a crazy out of the blue comedy like that. So I don't know. That, that's just one of the aspects of our early 2000s. I like but this movie in particular uh, is really good. I mean, I feel like it's really uh, underrated because Robin Williams plays an eerie old guy that works at a, a photo shop like he he takes film and makes it into you know, I forgot the word he makes it into pictures, I guess, like handheld pictures yeah. for albums and stuff,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and so yeah. he like a print shop like a print shop, and it's a print shop, but in a big supermarket, so like people would be doing their groceries, and maybe they'd be like, oh, let me drop off the album pictures from my Kodak, like let me do this, yeah, let yeah. drop my film and Th- then... that's
1: how... yeah, I know I know exactly what it's like back in the day. Exactly. And that's yeah, how my yeah, parents yeah. would get pictures developed. They used to, they used to do it at right here in Belgium, I remember.
0: Oh, neat, neat.
1: Like a little bin where you would drop off your, your disposable camera or your film, and then you'd come back two weeks later and they'd have it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so except here, yeah. it was more like a human being would receive it. And Robin yeah. Williams was the human being. And uh, so the movie goes around this one family uh, that had started dropping their pictures off when they had a baby boy, and the baby boy now started growing. And he was like, let's say, seven, eight years old and mm-hmm. so robin williams is like oh perfect uh, give me the pictures uh, oh it's your birthday next week and the the lady that was dropping off the pictures was surprised that he remembered it was his birthday and he was explaining how like yeah no uh, i remember all my customers pictures you know that's what i do it's my job and she's like oh haha ha, that's cool that's nice and she left and we go back to robin's house and he's got like massive pictures of this woman And, like, all the pictures they ever came to dispose at the store, he, like, did a double copy. And that's, like, right that moment, you're like, this movie is cool. Like, I, I, personally, I was not expecting that. And when I saw it, I was just like, what am I going to witness? And that's all I'm going to tell you guys for now because it gets crazier down the line. Uh, But, yeah, One Hour Photo is a movie I recommend if you like creepy old dudes. Um Pretty old dude is my favorite kind of dude. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know about anime. Uh, if we're gonna do the anime section, I haven't watched anything. I, I new. haven't
1: actually. I haven't watched anything new at all.
0: So can't really say anything. Actually,
1: like that. I've been re- I've been continuing my rewatching of all of the Studio Ghibli movies.
0: Mm, me too. Yeah, 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 nice, nice, nice. Man, they're all good. on Netflix.
1: I forgot how good they were. Yeah, exactly. I watched um, Princess Mononoke.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince of... yeah. That's a good one.
1: And I, I had never seen that one before, and it like shook me really how good. good it is. And it also the way it's animated. I mean, I know that realistically speaking, animating that long of a movie would take like years on your own. But it looks like I could just do it, right? <laughs> like, if just, yeah. like if I just tried hard enough, like I could just figure out how to draw those drawings and and string it together. That's what I really like about it. How this, but the style really supports the story yeah right
0: it, it's nah man i love Ghibli. sorry sorry for cutting you off but um, ghibli's just really good
2: you were gonna say sorry i was gonna agree with him because it's really good it's it's and considering the fact that these are mostly made in the 80s these are timeless yeah, yeah, classics. exactly it's crazy and now they're getting added to netflix and a whole new generation can get it can get used to these these um these masterpieces Really
1: yeah. It's good to, that all these young people get to see what an actually good animated movie is.
2: Thank yeah. you. Yes, because now we we have three D drawings and, and animation has sort of lost its touch because, like you said, realistically speaking, since most of those frames are drawn and everything, it's actually drawn you know by the hand, etc. That's how animation mm-hmm. you know started off, and since technology yeah. came in and people try to make things more easy or simple, I feel like animation lost its touch. The way you see it. The majority, like mainstream animation, has has it's either three D esque, or um yeah yeah. So I, yeah, well,
1: there strange. aren't a lot of there aren't a lot of of two D animations that are happening anymore. Like large scale two and a half hour movie long two D animations. Yeah yeah. It's a shame because I think it's such an interesting medium. Yeah. Because like the three D animation, I get it. It's really cool, and you can do really cool things. And like you know, I love Pixar as much as the next person. They're excellent movies, but that. Idea of telling a story and su- it's such a I feel a limited medium the two D animation right like there's there's very little you can play it with but it forces you to make the image actually interesting the artwork exactly. actually interesting and I I miss that in movies
2: yeah the the attention to detail and all that
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly shit that's that was I like that so for timing reference we're at one twenty two so we have about like ten minutes
0: left. Oh, okay cool
1: anything we want to talk about
0: uh i'm going to tell the audience to watch fire force because i like fire force and it's a new anime on the scene uh i started it like back in january yeah i started in january and uh it's just really good to be honest it's got a cool main character the people he meets are funny and the storyline is pretty cool, and I wish it was a live-action movie instead of anime. That's how cool it was. Like, the oh, the premise is, uh, one day, uh, I don't know when in, in the future, like 2024 or something like that, or 2074, sorry, um, human beings just started randomly combusting, like, blowing up. And uh, some people would blow up. Oh, yeah, go ahead, sorry.
1: No, no, was just that is the most anime exactly ever. exactly
0: <laughs> but yeah so Sorry, people would ahead. just start randomly blowing up and some people that would blow up would turn into monsters and uh like they'd be burning like walking around burning monsters and some people that blew up instead of becoming monsters they controlled the flames I guess and they got a degree of uh powers towards the flame. And so some people can nullify heat or some people can make heat even hotter or heat comes out of their eyes, fucking heat comes out of their feet. Like the main character himself, he can control flames from his feet, but he meets bad guys along the way that like control instruments, like violins and they shoot out fire strings. I don't know, it's just crazy. Like, Like the idea is insane, but just... I like how the zombies slash fire people monsters are zombies just just on fire and I, I really like that aspect like I've never seen zombies on fire and so yeah I guess that's yeah, why man. I'm saying it's really cool if it was in real life it's just like it's a different type of way to say like apocalypse instead of just human beings zombies going Ugh, it's like people blew up they blew up and became zombies and they're on fire I don't
2: know it's just kind of cool that is hardcore yeah.
0: I know, I know. It's, it's like re- y- you.
1: Sa- I interrupted you to say that that was the most anime shit, and then it just became even more.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> like every time you spoke a word, I was like, "This is has to be an anime. This, like there, it can't be anything else."
0: But that's why, like, I really wish there was no distinction between anime and movies. Like, I would love that. Like, maybe if you talk about an anime pitch, it could be a real life movie without being called a live a- action adaptation like just it, on its own it's a movie there is a series that like looks like it but you know that but that's not the case so
2: I see what you mean mm.
0: Yeah what about you uh, critic cos do you have anything or Anime You want to end it here?
2: I don't know but I've, I want to add one more um uh movie? one nice. more go movie ahead. It's like a documentary type of movie um, it's called sure, go. it's called Tell Me Tell Me Who I Am um, Ooh, I watched that You watched it right I don't know Philip, if you watched it But you'd love it It's basically yeah, Phil, I, I think you'd seen love it. it I think you'd love it It's uh, It's uh, it two about? brothers Twins actually One got into a motorcycle accident And lost his memory So he wakes up In the hospital bed mm-hmm. He doesn't remember anything So his, his This woman comes up to him And is like She's like Oh my god you woke up and everything and He's like Okay who are you <clears throat> The woman is his mom And his mom's like Oh my god you don't remember me Blah 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 but the brother who is his twin is the only person that he remembers and so
1: i've i've heard about you this have? or maybe you've told me about it william
2: yeah maybe i
0: think i told you but about it i think i told you about it
1: i think so
2: well um yeah so basically the twin brother helps him uh, helps reeducate him so he teaches him how to eat he teaches him how to um you know how to societal norms he see, teaches him oh this is our bedroom this is how we sleep This, and so he, the you know as the basic the basic um, re-education starts to fade away and he starts to know how to like go mm-hmm. through life. He starts asking bigger questions like, you know, how how was our childhood? How was this? How was that? And who how were our friends? All those other things. And so he teaches him yeah. all these things. But there's one secret that's really important that the brother is keeping from his, his brother that lost his memory. And uh, it's mm-hmm. a really important secret. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say. So, you're gonna find out if you watch it, and it's a real story. It's a true story. You actually yeah. see the truth. The two brothers talking about it and everything. Wow. Yeah. So th- that sounds th- really it's good. Really. I'm not gonna try to tell too much about it, but it's really, really fire. I think would we'll love it.
1: Yeah. It so- That sounds like if you hadn't said that was a documentary, I was like, that sounds like the plot to an excellent movie, <laughs> to an excellent <laughs> like drama.
2: That's true.
1: But it's even it's insane what actually happens in the real world and how you know. Like I was watching a Ford versus Ferrari the other day. Well, I haven't, seen that. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's good. It's, it's really good. Oh, Okay. But we watched it as a family and my dad works in the auto industry. So he's pretty knowledgeable about car history. like just, because that's what he's been working in for the past 30 years. Um, And he was, he was at the end. He was like, I'm surprised at how historically accurate that was. And it's like yeah. this excellent two hour long drama that I just watched. I mean Aside from the actual dialogue and stuff like that But the way the story happened Was historically accurate And it's insane The stories that exist in our real life Right Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. that's true We
1: yeah. probably don't need to invent another story For the rest of time We have enough right here in front <laughs> exactly. of us
2: Especially we with do. the quarantine going on
1: Another shit to tell, man Yeah,
0: yeah. Well shit, I think we're, we're about to reach the
2: end I just want to say thanks to yeah, criticos for joining us Thank you guys so yeah, much man, thank for having you. me. I'm, it's honestly an honor. I love the, the conversations that you guys have. And um, the dynamic of this podcast is really dope. So I'm very happy to be part of this. Thank you, man. That means a lot. Yeah. It's really cool because <laughs> really I, I learn more about my own brother through this. <laughs> so I hear stories about William. Like, <laughs> <"Ew, what?" laughs> I I, I learn about William every single week. So yeah, I love
0: Phil it. too. Phil, too. Phil, too. That's really cool. Oh, All I right, also want
2: to say... Now, Real quick before yeah, I, I wanna say I'm really I'm really uh um in admiration of you guys' friendship and, and, and inspires me. Oh. You know, it's very rare to have a friendship that's that's so beautiful and so powerful and so long lasting. Um yeah. so uh yeah, I just wanna say that's really beautiful and I hope you guys uh acknowledge that and, and keep it going, I guess.
0: Yeah, thanks, and doing man. our best. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck?
1: It's hard to not feel like our friendship is indestructible after we we went on like an almost a ten year accidental hiatus, right? And we're st- we're still so close, and it's just it's like well you know anything could happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know yeah, he's got. Yeah. I know he's got my back, and I know I've got his. So.
2: Yeah. I love that.
0: Nice. There you go. Oh, what a great way to end right. the podcast, huh? <laughs> it is. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well. Um,
2: it's been William. It's been Phil. And it's been Big Daddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. What a beautiful right, podcast. Love you.